Welcome into the iHeartWolves podcast. I'm your host, Trip Wagner. Find me on Twitter at NotDWolfson, N-O-T-D-W-O-L-F-S-O-N. Surprisingly hard to spell that on the fly. I'm going to be honest with you. Almost stumbled a bit. Um, so clearly, we, this is an emergency podcast, right? Emergency episode. Um, wanted to wait post Gerson Rosas speaking to the media for the first time to give true, I guess, true thoughts on the whole process and the, or the whole journey that was the past 24 hours. Um, let's just start. I think it's very important that we, we start this out by saying thank you, Ryan Saunders, for all you've done for the Minnesota Timberwolves organization. Um, not only during your time as a head coach, but throughout your whole life, um, the Saunders family is is legendary to the Timberwolves um, organization. Both you, you know, Ryan, his dad, uh, the whole family, really. I mean, just just, just truly um, Timberwolves supporters and, and truly Timberwolves family. Um, when I think of the Timberwolves, I, I you know, I think of Carl Anthony Towns, of course, but you think of the Saunders family. So it, it's a tough goodbye from a, from a, from a, outside perspective from a fan perspective call it um it's it's tough to see uh so certainly wish him the best and and thank him for all he's done for the organization uh to kind of dive into that a little bit the way that ryan saunders was fired was as cutthroat as it could ever be um look on paper was was the move something that needed to happen uh, you know i would say certainly you could make a case for that uh, he has the team hasn't performed at a high level um, this whole season. Uh, they're the worst record in the league, right? Certainly, that justifies you know maybe maybe looking in a different direction, and and that's fine. Um, it's the way that it was done. You you bring him on a road trip. I don't care what anyone says. You brought him to New York. Doesn't matter. Game prep. You know, Gerson mentioned game prep, and they were already you know rolling into the. And basically, yeah, they were going to roll with him through through last night's game, regardless. And to me, you know, it's it's evident this isn't a playoff team. So you're sitting here and telling me, oh well, you know, yeah, they were already in game prep, blah blah blah. That's ridiculous. Um, you know, if you're competing for a playoff spot, sure, <laughs> of course, yeah, we needed him. But listen, it, the way that was handled, terrible. Terrible, terrible. So, thankfully, Darren Wolfson shared that that he did hear that they sent him back on a private jet, um, which of course is absolutely the right thing to do. Um, but but it's it, the principle of the matter. I mean, you're talking about what his father did. Whatever you want to say, when you fire a coach, I get it. But this is different. You know, the move probably had to happen sooner than later. I get that. But you're talking about a guy whose father is an absolute legend within this franchise who gave everything to this franchise and a family that, that loves this franchise and is as deeply rooted in it. Um, the way that, that you fire him and replace him, you know, send him, send him packing by himself, you know, albeit on a private jet. Um, and, and your replacement is announced what within what, I don't know, 20 minutes. I mean, it's, it's insane. You can argue if it's an off season, you know, you're competing. Chris Finch, he's a hot commodity. We got to make the move, right? I get that. You can make that argument, but you're midseason. It's unprecedented to do what he did, what Rosas did to to Ryan Saunders. It's, it's unprecedented. You can't tell me he couldn't have waited two more days or done it last week and gotten Chris Finch at the All-Star break. It's clear that that marriage of, of Finch and Rosas dating back to when Finch interviewed here in 2019 was going to probably come to fruition at some point. 
maybe I thought maybe this offseason, um, regardless of the point, you could argue, frankly, might have been better to just keep losing and hire him in the offseason, maybe have the first pick. I don't know, get a generational talent in Cade Cunningham, but that's just me. You don't, I guess you don't play to lose. I get that. But when there's no fans anyways, you're not, get, you're not selling tickets. You could argue losing might have been the best thing to do, um, for better or worse. So we'll see. I tend to think if they waited a week or two or did it a week ago and just waited and had an interim coach, um, they would have still gotten Chris Finch in a couple weeks. Or, you know, you, you couldn't wait 48 hours. You couldn't wait one hour. I mean, it's just, I could go on and on. I'm going to continue because I'm going to drive myself crazy and drive you all crazy. So, um, you know, at this point, the, the nice thing is, is, is there's no excuse for Gerson Rosas anymore, right? He came in full head, full head of steam. The things he did were impressive on paper up front, you know, talking about turning over virtually an entire roster, um, bringing in, you know, at the time, Wancho looked like a good, good, good piece, obviously not even getting minutes really to be on, I mean, not meaningful minutes. Um, and then Beasley, I, I will give credit where credit is due. Malik Beasley, a guy who in a deep rotation, wasn't getting the minutes that, frankly, it's evident he should have been in Denver. You bring him in, and uh, that's worked out tremendously. He's an incredible player, great energy. I mean, just a, just a great shoot. I mean, the things he does, is, uh, great at. Outside of that, D'Lo has been suspect at best. He's had great moments, and I, dating back to my timeline, you will not find a bigger D'Lo supporter than myself so i can say this with confidence i love d'angelo russell i love his game i don't love the consistency and by all accounts it was evident that him and and uh ryan saunders were butting heads that to me is a tremendously large red flag um what that tells me is one of the most player friendly players one of the most likable guys by everybody including the media D'Angelo Russell was butting heads with him and not seeing eye to eye with him. I mean, that to me, hearing that from, from Darren Wolfson earlier was, I mean, that's true. That's to me, that's remarkable. I, I can understand maybe philosophically not aligning, but to not, you know, get see eye to eye at all. I mean, that's, it, it's, it's a red flag. So to, to, to kind of piggyback off that and, and, go back to my point uh rosas has brought in you know some 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 star power in delo um empowered carl anthony towns a lot some would say probably more than you should um you know behind the scenes uh but you know there's no more excuse he's he's had his his vision is is being heard by glenn taylor albeit maybe not as quickly as he'd like with the, with the Saunders firing. You could argue that, um, his vision is being allowed to come to fruition by Glenn Taylor. And that's been an issue in the past with, with previous regimes, things of that nature. But this is, this is Rosas's vision. He's getting his coach. He's getting, he wanted D low. He got his guy. He's got Cat, he's got Beasley, he's got Anthony Edwards, who he had the first pick in the draft. He could have picked anybody. You could say LaMelo Ball was a better option. You could say, you, I think Anthony Edwards looks great. Uh, but he's getting his guys, both clearly from the coaching staff and in the player ranks. So at this point, there will no longer be a, an excuse for Gerson Rosas. So, so let's have like a little bit of some positive conversation here for just a minute. 
Let's lighten the mood, shall we? Uh, Chris Finch is very highly touted. Uh, The work he did with Nikola Jokic, I think, is perfect for what the Timberwolves are going to do with with Carl Anthony Townsend. You heard it a little bit in his press conference, you know. Um, They're going to make sure Cat is the the focal point, which is rightfully so. It it felt like Cat hasn't been that as of late, and, and, you know, that probably would be the biggest um, negative I would have on Ryan Saunders as of late. I still, you know, again, I love Ryan Saunders, but, you know, Carl Anthony Towns needs to be touching the ball pretty much constantly, right? Um, And I'm excited to see Finch, you know, what he did with Jokic. Again, you know, a lot of these guys, you know, even the Raptors, they they progressed under him offensively this year, albeit a short period of time. Um, You know, the things he's done offensively, and and, and you kind of hear it, is like him being able to create the randomness on the court and empowering his guys to play. Um, I think, you know, that that says a lot about him as a leader. Um, And from an ego standpoint, it doesn't sound like that's an issue when he kind of alludes to just basically, you know, you have a system as a coach. You you know you implement it. You're, you have your policies. You're strict. Things of that nature. I'm I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but uh, you let your guys play. Basically, is what I heard in my you know in my own words. Um, he's going to let his guys play, and his offenses have always been fun, always successful. So uh, it, there's a lot to be excited about with Chris Finch, right? It, albeit it's been a weird whirlwind, so it's kind of tough to process. Uh, I had 22 text messages this morning from people being like, no, no, you kids. Uh, tons of people were texting me. Um, and it's so it's been a lot. But now as we kind of dissect, truly, um, I think if this happened in the offseason, there'd be a lot of excitement. Uh, you know, there is a good amount of excitement in Wolves' Twitter world, but I think that, that it would it would be amplified, um, knowing that Chris Finch probably would have had multiple interviews or opportunities this offseason. Um as he has before, um, he, he's highly touted, and he knows what he's doing. And I think there's a lot to like there. So at that point, really, you know, what it comes down to is at this point, it's going to take time for, for Finch to implement. You know, it really kind of comes – you want to see some wins. You want to see some things start to trend the right direction, really. But what you're looking for is cohesiveness. And, uh, you know, I would say starting next year, the results need to be there off the bat. And, and why, you might ask? Uh, it's a little something called Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards, Malik Beasley. Uh, too much talent in one pairing of... That's four starters right there that are very good at what they do. Anthony Edwards is incredibly young, but the, but what, what, what we've seen, the elite skill set exists. So... You know, Beasley has taken a tremendous step forward in his first full seat, which is hard to believe because he looked so good last year. Um, D'Lo needs to be back to being D'Lo, and I think uh, Chris Finch will allow that to happen. I think he will open the door for that to happen, and Carl Anthony Towns is Carl Anthony Towns. That is a lot of upfront talent right there that that demands wins. To have that type of star power, I know... Cat was out for a while. Um, glad he's okay. And then D'Lo is now out with Cat back. Um, it's t- but even with with one of them out, while the other wasn't out, that's still a, you know a lot of talent. Even with just Anthony, Car- you know Anthony Edwards, 
D'Lo, Cat, Beasley, any three of those four playing in one period of time, um, <laughs> we shouldn't be having a conversation about the, the Timberwolves being in the same category as the Detroit Pistons. That is a depleted roster that is terrible. Full rebuild, full scale rebuild. You know they want the first pick as 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 badly as anybody. I mean, I live in Michigan. <laughs> I'm I'm 20 minutes from where the Pistons play. Trust me, I got friends that are Pistons fans. They want Kate Cunningham. So, uh the fact that they're even in the same category as them, I think the Pistons maybe have one or two even more wins than them. That is alarming. Um the the talent is there. There is no more excuse. People will continue to say this is the youngest team in the NBA. It is. But the most important players on this team, they're basically seasoned veterans at this point. D'Lo and Cat are on max contracts. They've been around for, for a few years. Um, Beasley's coming into his own. He's a great player. Very excited about him. Anthony Edwards is the young guy, right? Jaden McDaniels is young. He, look, he looks like he'll be an all-NBA defender. So, so yes, there's youth, which is very important. But the, the core pieces up front... Um, and Cat and D'Lo, and even, you know, Beasley for that matter, aren't, they aren't 19, 20 years old, right? So, big step forward, and, and, and I think if there isn't a big step forward next season and things don't really start to click up front uh, there pretty quickly, um, I think hot take, not so hot take, there's a, there's a good chance Carl Anthony Towns is gone after next year. Um, whether that's because the Timberwolves just take whatever haul they can get of picks and young players for him, or more likely, more than likely, what it would be is I'm guessing Carl Anthony Towns just saying, "Yeah, you know what? Uh, it's time for me to go." So let's hope not. Let's hope we can avoid that, uh, Minnesota Timberwolves fans, and let's 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 see a big step forward because Chris Finch has proven he can do it time and time again as an offensive-minded guy, as a guru, um, you know, especially as an assistant, of course, but you know, he's proven, proven track record of, of bringing out what you could argue is the best in players. So <laughs> there's no reason that a big step forward can't, can't, can't take place. So with that being said, Wolves fans, just take a deep breath. Um, maybe do a little reflecting, you know, a little gratitude for Ryan Saunders and, and what he's brought to this, you know, franchise over the course of his lifetime and, and his, his, you know, <laughs> It's it's just tough. I mean, it is right. So so there's an excitement there with Chris Finch, and there's an understanding that you know Ryan Saunders isn't here anymore. It's it's a lot to take in. Take a breath. Um, let's let's just put one foot in front of the other. We're grateful for what Ryan did, and excited for what Chris Finch is bringing. So that's all I got for you, Wolves fans. We will talk soon. Follow me on Twitter at NotDWolfson. I'm not going to spell it again just because I feel like I'll probably spell it incorrectly. You try spelling it out loud. It's not that easy, all right? Uh, but, yeah, please, I appreciate the support. Please like, share, subscribe. Uh, follow me on Twitter. It means the world to me. Love you guys. We'll talk soon.